The reason why men fail is because they don't establish bloody relationships. Welcome I'm back today. to Sons of Valor. Yeah, I'm here with Steve Castle, Sons of Valor podcast. We want to talk today about how to establish a bloody relationship in your life. There's There are key ways to do this because it doesn't happen automatically. In our last podcast, we looked at 1 Samuel 18, verse 1 through 5, on David and Jonathan's covenant relationship, the cutting. It's It actually cost me something. We talked about why it was important. And the essence of why was that it'll help you in times of survival. It'll help you lead to your success. And it'll help you develop the, the Christian character and virtue that Christ had put on display for us. Right. This is... Uh... This is the second part. So make sure that you go back and you listen to the first one because that's telling you why you have to have a bloody relationship in your life. The the absolute infinite and divine value to having a bloody relationship. So that's what we covered uh last time when we were together. But today what we're gonna cover is so you so you believe that this is something that you have to have in order to be successful. And I can I can prove that scripturally that you're not gonna have it any other way. But how do you do it? We have a jacked up society, a jacked up society where the, the thing that makes two guys come together is because they like the same football team. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous that this is how relationships are established in today's world, but it's a reality. So how are you going to get into a bloody relationship? We know why, because it, you are not going to be successful without it. But how does a guy, a literal guy who wants to be successful in what God has created him to be, how does he get into that relationship? Yeah, and I think first off, we talked about it. David slayed the giant. So he was already a man of valor. He was already a man of war. He was like 14 years old. He had this great reputation with his friends already. His peers already had a high esteem for him. So you have to live in a particular way. You have to desire to live in a particular way. You have to set your heart to actually live in a particular way. You've got to face yourself, face your life, be responsible right. for what's in front of you, right? right? We can't ignore things. We can't let our wives be like the spiritual champions in our households. We've got to actually rise up as men, engage our families, engage our beautiful brides, or if you're a single guy, engage, um, you know, engage those that you love. And so this bloody relationship, we talked about Christ put it on display. Christ called 12 men to follow him. Yep. And he was teaching them and training them what covenant relationship right. looked like. So how I build it is, first off, I've got to be a man that that desires a life that God wants me to have, that, that identity. And this I want to the, walk in that royalty that this, Christ gives This is me. super important. This is the first thing that David did. David sought out a relationship with Jonathan first after slaying the giant which is what he's known for. You have got to slay the giant of your old man first. You have got to put in the grave the old man. You know, if a guy walked up to me and he's like, hey, I want to have a bloody relationship. I want to be in covenant with you, Steve, and I want I want to glean from the success that's in your life, how to become a better husband, how to become a better father, how to lead multiple successful organizations and corporations and business. I want to learn that from you. The first thing I'm going to look at is the reality of this guy's life. If this guy is scattered, smothered, covered, uh, I'm sorry, bro. I'll disciple you and I'll put some kingdom truths into you, but we are not going to get into a bloody relationship together because you don't even care enough about yourself to get your own, uh, to get your own shepherd's field, right? And right. you want to come in and be shepherded by me? Come on now. You have <laughs> got to slay the giant first 
And then the next thing is well, to, and, and, to go into a specific circle of influence that is going to provide the success that you're looking right. for. And on that too, don't, I wouldn't want you to think you have to slay kind of walk in a way that's perfect to, to come into a covenant relationship. It's the heart being set in that, that direction and a covenant relationship will actually can actually help the development of that character yep. as we go. Right. Yep. So, what we're saying is that you gotta you gotta slay look look at your demons in the face, right? Look your Goliaths and and face them with the name of the living God, right? I'm setting my heart to live in a particular way. So how we are doing this, how we are established, because I've actually had rich relationships most of my whole life. Not with a lot of people, right? Like we minister to to the congregation, the crowds, we we can touch a lot of lives. But the ones that we stop and break bread with, you know, the ones that I'm slowing down with and doing life with and having these rich, deep conversations with are a lot fewer. So one of the keys for me in my life is, uh, is Proverbs 24. And I read this when I was about 18 years old. I had just given my life to Christ. And I just kind of, it was like a self-taught thing, self-realized thing out of the scriptures. And I've just been doing it all these years. It just feels really normal to me. And I teach this to people all the time. But the, it, there's a little phrase in there that says, with, with wise counsel, you can wage your war. Yep. And I saw that, and I was like, man, there is something about that scripture. There's something about that wisdom there. And so I started to be, even as a young man, no one told me to do this, I started to seek out, and I was typically looking for an older man. I was looking for an older male that I looked at and said, now he knows God, he knows the word, he's doing something with his life. He's walking in like a kingdom success, like kingdom obedience. He's a faithful man. And I saw the character and the virtue in his life. And I was like, I want that yep. to yep. pour into me. Right. And that's, that's something that's really important. Um, this isn't going to, this is likely not going to just happen organically. You're not just going to be bumping it through your, your dinky life. <laughs> and you're going to bump into a Jonathan, a prince of the most high God ruling over what's going to eventually be one of the most powerful nations on earth. You're not just going to bump into this dude. You're not right. going to be sitting on a bar stool, getting half lit. And this guy's going to just stumble into your life and say, Hey, do you want, want to be, have a bloody relationship, getting a covenant together and I'll teach you everything. It's not going to happen that way. This, this is why guys um, literally have all of these peripheral relationships because there's something innate in a man that you're actually looking for a bloody relationship, but you're not going to have that with the guy because you guys like the same football team or you guys drink the same kind of beer together or something like that. It doesn't happen that way. There's going to have to be something that's legit soul to soul that you are going to realize that this guy is successful in places and you are yeah. going to have to search him out. Jesus said, seek, you'll find knocking the door will be yeah, open and, to and you. And to become a son of valor, to walk as a son of valor in that identity we're telling you, you need to build a band of brothers. And that includes these bloody types of relationships, this, this band of men. So for me, I was always looking and I will never open my heart to anybody who's not authentic. If I'm with you and I don't see that you carry yourself in a way that's authentic and open, um, I'm not going to go there. I might hang out with you, but I'll never go to like a covenant place of relationship with you. So I'm always kind of looking for authenticity. And another thing that kind of burned me in church history, church culture, is this concept of like accountability. I'm sorry. I know accountability is very important. I'm not like undermining it. But the, the problem in some of the church approach to accountability turned to me, it, it turned into like, 
okay, let's get together and let's talk about everything we suck at. Let's talk about all the sin that we've, we've done, right? And, and that's important because the scripture says, when I confess my sin to God, I get forgiven. That's great. But it goes on to say, when I confess my sin one to another, I get healed. healed. So that's powerful. We got to keep that. That's part of a covenant relationship is that, and that is, that is a part of a covenant relationship. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is a relationship where you actually don't have any walls up yeah. and that person can see your soul for what it is. I mean, if I struggle with lust or greed or whatever type of thing, like, if, you know, we're looking at the sinful side. I have covenant relationships. I can just air that out in a, in a, just an open conversation. Hey, this, I struggle with this. I, man, I can't believe that. I was tired the day. This is what happened. And I have these covenant relationships where the, I know these men aren't going to come slay me. They're not going to come like, oh, you, because see, that's not authentic. It's not, they don't get to get the religious whip out and start beating me down. I'm confessing to you because I've already confessed to God. I've already made myself right with God. I'm, I'm sharing it out with my brother so that you can help me walk in strength, walk in it. Now that that's right. where accountability is important. But then the other aspect that needs to be in those conversations, and I think they need to be the first priority of those conversations, is how are you living upright? Let's talk about your time with God. What was your last time in the presence of God like, you know, Man, like what's what? God speaking to you out of the word? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I didn't quite, I don't, and maybe I didn't, I don't remember it. Who knows? But I don't remember a lot of that in those peer to peer relationships. You know, this is the thing the, this support group thing, this, this mantra that takes place in our world where I'm an alcoholic and you're an alcoholic. So let's get together and talk about the cool alcoholic stuff. It is a broken, broken system. Right. Two broken people, all they do is create more brokenness. You will never get healing from a broken person. Broken people break people. Hurting people hurt people. You have got to on purpose seek out people that are living in success. David sought out Jonathan, the prince, the who was living in righteousness, who was honoring what yeah. God had given him as a nation. You cannot get together with a bunch of like-minded like broken people <laughs> and expect something glorious and divine to come out of that. Da- David was destined for royalty. And so he goes and hangs out with the prince. Right. So it's he, kind of like that statement. Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. Yep. Absolutely. You know, and that's what we're talking about here is this, these covenant blood relationships. They help you get to the ultimate goal that God has for your life. That all that, that telos, right. that, that, that end goal of your specific life. They help you stay on target. Yeah, one of my one of my proverbs uh, is Proverbs twenty seven six, which says, "Faithful are the wounds of a friend, oh, yeah. but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful." Oh, yeah. Boy, and my true. revelation on that, "Faithful are the wounds of a friend," is if it's truly a divine friend, if it's truly a godly friend, they're going to wound you, right? But they're not wounding you to death. The wounds that they're giving you are to build up faith in you. If I come to if I come to Brian and I and I pull my sword, the word of God, and I wound him, it's not to kill him. It right. is to remind him of the bloody relationship that we have. It's to remind him of the covenant that you've invited me into your life on purpose in a bloody relationship to use the sword of the word of God to cut away something that doesn't belong to you. If I see a tumor on Brian, I'm coming to him with my sword and I'm cutting out that tumor. Is it going to be bloody? Is it going to be painful? Is it going to, is it not going to be something that I want to do? I don't want to do surgery on Brian, 
But that is something that we have covenanted together to do. I will bloody this relationship again. I will wound you faithfully as a friend. Yeah. So that's the how right there. We've, we've talked about the first thing was to live in a particular way, to set your heart, to be a man, Slayer of giant. Slayer giant. Um, we, we looked at this concept of seeking out. We want to seek out someone that we can walk in covenant with and God will help you. I don't know if I had a hundred percent success, but it was pretty high. You know, I didn't approach somebody or build that type of relationship with them without kind of observing their lives. You know, I didn't just kind of, it doesn't happen in the shallow no. football game. No, you know, it, it doesn't happen in those type of scenarios. You know, um, it, it, you, you kind of be really purposeful about how you do this. Jesus only had 12, right? He ministered to right. thousands and thousands of people, but right. he had 12. Um, we talked about, I talked about being authentic and, and setting your heart to have wise counsel in your life. So with wise counsel and advice, you can wage your war. And then your last point here was, Faithful are the, the faithful are the wounds of a friend. You yes. gotta you gotta be willing you to have, to have be that willing. guy come into your life and cut yes. out things that don't belong to your character and your nature. Yeah. So these are these are kind of the how to have bloody relationships because you want to thrive. You want to have success in your life and you want to be able to love I, I enjoy loving in a biblical masculine way other disciples, other men. Amen. And helping them unleash their destinies and you know, to empower quick, them to live upright. I mean, that's what the real and to help quick, them be sons of valor. I mean, we can just keep going, right? Then, like we're so passionate then. about this. But you know? you know, like one of the things when you're seeking this out, where do you get? Where are you going to find these guys? You're you're not going to find these guys where all the other quote unquote guys hang out. Yeah, I mean, it, this you're is gonna probably not going to find them at the gym. You're, no, you know, no, you're probably probably not. You know, I'm not. We're not putting you know standards on this, but. It is likely oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, these exactly, guys. Exactly, it is yeah. likely that these guys are going to be incredibly committed to Christ. In fact, you are not going to find anybody that's ever going to get you into your divine destiny without that person being literally completely committed yeah. to Christ. And so, these are going to be guys that are at church. These are going to be guys in men's fellowships. These are going to be guys that that love God and they're living their lives to the kingdom, committed to the kingdom. Yeah. You're not going to find these guys, um, you know, drunk, passed out on the floor at the meth party that you just were at <laughs> last night. It's not going to happen there. It just ain't going to happen there. You're going to have to fish in a different pond if you yeah. want to catch this kind of stuff. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Well, hey, we're here to serve you. We're here to help empower you to live upright. That's the passion we have here in Grace Ops. It's God's grace training us to overcome darkness and empowering us to live a life of Christian virtue, a life that's upright and godly. So we want to ask you to uh, check out our website at graceops.net. Uh, please subscribe to our email. We'd love to stay connected with you. We promise to keep it private, your email private. We also want you to check out some of the gear. We just launched this great website, and we'd love for you. We're looking for early adapters that are going to come along with this and help us move this into a national uh, impact. So share this podcast with your friends. Um, we'd love to uh, spread this out. This is an assignment from God, and we're being faithful to the call. So, hey, real quick, when you share, um, when you share this, when you put out on your social media that you are a part of Sons of Valor, guess what that creates? That is going to create opportunities for you to connect with like-minded men, for you to literally have an opportunity to look for a bloody relationship that you can get into. And it's going to let people know that you have literally charted this type of a course in your life. And it's going to just ostensibly create some accountability in your life. So we're not just wanting you to get connected. So we got, 
so we can like ring the bell on how many subscribers we got to grace off. Like this is for you. This is for you. Every little step of these things that we're trying to do, this is going to put you closer to getting into that success, to living upright, to having the grace of God pour into your life. One of the things that we need to understand about grace, uh, first Peter uh, five, five says that God gives more grace to the humble. And one of the things that you can pull out of that is that if he, God can give more grace, he can give less grace. That yeah. means there are people yeah, that true. are not operating in the potential of the grace that God wants to do. So when we're talking about grace ops, if you follow these dynamics and you allow these things to humbly receive these things and allow them to activate in your life, you are going to be positioned for more grace and more opportunity to live upright, to live an empowered life. Yeah, there you go. So go build a bloody relationship with a band of brothers and impact the world that you're called to impact. And we're here for you. Till next time, see you.